This is Barry Zalma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zalma on Insurance. Today we're going to explain why even a second attempt at the same argument about what is a resident's premises failed and how an insured must reside at the dwelling at the time of a loss for a homeowner's policy coverage to apply. Plaintiff alleged that on October 28, 2020, Hurricane Zeta caused significant damage to his property. Plaintiff alleged that Southern, the insurance company, conducted an inspection which constituted satisfactory proof of loss, but the Southern failed to adjust the claim or provide compensation to plaintiff following the inspection. Plaintiff alleged that he was forced to hire his own experts and repair estimates. In Todd M. Corbell v. Republic Fire and Casualty and Southern Underwriters, the United States District Court for the Eastern District of Louisiana on May 31, 2023, resolved the dispute. Plaintiff sued seeking damages. Southern generally denied the allegations and asserted a number of affirmative defenses, including that plaintiff did not reside at the property and that he is therefore not entitled to coverage under the policy since the insuring agreement requires the insured to actually reside at the premises. The plain, ordinary, and generally prevailing meaning of the word reside requires more than purchasing a home or intending to move into it. Plaintiff argued that he received mail, including correspondence from Southern at the property, that he paid water and electric bills for the property in his name, and that he was at the property every day performing work or checking on the property, that he had stored some belongings at the property, and that he had a homestead exemption on the property. As the Fifth Circuit has previously explained to plaintiff himself in a previous lawsuit, this evidence is insufficient to create an issue of material fact as to whether plaintiff resided in or at the property. In an earlier case, plaintiff brought similar claims for damages and statutory bad faith penalties under Louisiana law after a house that he had purchased but not moved into was damaged during Hurricane Katrina. The insurer raised the same lack of coverage defense to plaintiff's claims for certain damages, arguing the plaintiff did not reside at the property and as was required under the insurance coverage contract. Although Corbell clearly spent a great deal of time working on the house and intended it to be his residence in the future, this evidence was insufficient to establish residence. Given that the plaintiff kept only minimal amount of furniture there, and did not engage in leisure activities at the house, but rather went to the property to work on or check on the house, the facts established he did not reside there. In fact, plaintiff admitted in his deposition that he did not move into the property what was still living in another location at the time the property was impacted by Hurricane Zeta. Accordingly, plaintiff did not reside at the property 
and is not entitled to coverage under the policy. In my opinion, Mr. Corbell simply failed to learn from his first mistake, although he was hit by two different hurricanes he had no coverage because he bought a homeowner's policy covering the property's loss only if he resided in the property and he did not twice homeowner's policies require that the insured reside at the premises that is the subjects of the policy since the evidence clearly established Corbell did not reside at the premises but only visited for purposes other than residence and it was in no condition to live in, he did not meet the requirement of residence as he did not in a previous case he brought to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals for different damages to a different dwelling hurt by a different hurricane. He could have purchased a policy for property in the course of construction, but did not. Once he lost, with the same argument, it was unwise to make the same losing argument to the U.S. District Court that had failed on appeal to the Fifth Circuit, and will invariably fail at the Fifth Circuit again if he tries to appeal again. And if he does so, he'll probably annoy the court and face some kind of sanction. It's sad, but he was his own worst enemy. This video was adapted from my blog, Zalma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zalma.com slash blog. You can subscribe to the blog. You can subscribe to the videos at rumble.com or youtube.com. And if you do, I'd appreciate it if you click on the like button at YouTube and on the blog or click on the uh, thumbs up button at rumble.com. And please, if you found these videos and this blog to be of use, Tell your friends and colleagues so that they can also subscribe. And if you wish further details on insurance, insurance claims, and insurance fraud, please subscribe for a small fee to my locals, community, or my Substack publications. Thank you for your attention.